Welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears, limitations, and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality, and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome to a short mag episode today. I am accompanied by Dr. Scott. How are you, Scotty? I'm well. I'm You're well. well. I'm well. Now, you want to do, um, do this short mag on travel. So a lot of people are getting their passports out and they are going out into the world. So let's do it. Let's, let's do it. So dive in. The tips we're talking about primarily are how to manage a lot of the stress that comes with travel. Travel's supposed to be an, an amazing, exciting thing, but obviously for a lot of people it comes with the stress of everything from changes in routines through to isolated bubbles of traveling with family and friends. So how we manage that sort of thing is what mm. we want to dive into. Great. So we're allowed two tips each. <laughs> You're going first. Am I? You are. Oh, great. Because apparently I talk too much. <laughs> oh, well, we're here to talk, aren't we? We so, are. We're yeah. <laughs> Go. So I would say, first of all, you need to have an open mind. You're going to be faced with challenging situations and doing something out of your norm, like your normal routine, is going to be challenging for some people, really, really exciting for others. But we are going to be exposed to situations that are novel and new. And I think having a really open and adaptable mind and being able to be flexible with some of the things is a really positive thing to embody because the last thing you want to do is be really rigid and controlling and everything has to go a particular way. You put unnecessary stress. And let's face it, you know, plans get delayed Things don't show up. Um, you might not have, you know, the milk that you're normally used to having or whatever, and we need to adapt. So those things are really important. When you go to different countries, there will be different foods, different languages. We need to adapt and we need to do a little bit of research and understand what kind of challenges we might be facing. Is this something that you would talk about with your family, partner, Etc. Traveling companions beforehand. Absolutely, absolutely. Like for example, I really, really love my coffee, and I am quite particular in terms of how I have my coffee. And not everywhere has the type of milk that I um, that I can physically tolerate having. And so sometimes when I travel. I have my own little portable coffee machine and I take a litre of milk if that's going to last me. Um, you know, I know that. So, um, and sometimes I'm going on complete detox and that doesn't bother me. But, yeah, I absolutely prepare for it because I know that I don't want to have, like, a unpleasant experience. Fair, fair. No, no, good. I think my first tip is, and particularly take into consideration International travel, when I'm talking, you know, flying Australia to Europe, from mm. Australia to the Americas, those sorts of things, 
obviously changing time zones, international date lines, et cetera, et cetera, is a major factor. And climate as well. You often yeah. go to different seasons. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I think what I'm particularly diving into is how to manage time jet lag most effectively has two simple elements. Get outside, be barefoot, and expose yourself to the sun, especially your eyes, no sunglasses, and try and do this earlier hours of the morning or later hours of the afternoon. That sunrise, sunset, that hour either side, what that does is the sunlight going through your eyes directly stimulates your pineal gland, Mm -hmm. which is so heavily involved in circadian rhythms and all those sorts of things, and allows those to reset faster. By being barefoot, you're trying to essentially ground yourself, which, again, has an impact on resetting those sorts of things. No one wants to spend the first two or three days of their big European adventure feeling hungover. No. Um, So if you can do that as quickly as you possibly can, little tips of some people suggest there you can take melatonin supplements. I've heard some people try and... As soon as they step onto the plane leaving Australia, they try to set themselves to European time zone. Yeah. And try and swing their sleep cycles that way. I'm they all will play a role, but without doubt. Get out barefoot on the grass, get some natural sunlight, particularly through your eyes, stimulate your pineal gland, without doubt will have a major impact and help you reset as quickly as possible. Absolutely. The other thing you want to take into consideration is Whenever you arrive at your port of destination, right, you want to adapt to that time zone straight away. Hmm. So if you arrive at 8 o'clock at night and back home, it's, um, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning, right, you want to try and go to bed and adapt to the local time zone. That will help you boot that sense of jet lag way quicker and by doing that you are um, really allowing yourself to rest and be awake at the right times and by doing that you are ultimately giving yourself the best chance of not losing too many days and you you push through right so you you try and push through and in order to do this it's really important to take note of what you do on your flight it's really important to you know have healthy meals if you have particular dietary needs maybe take your own food on the flight if you're allowed to right and hydration is absolutely key don't drink too much alcohol if any on the plane right so people kind of go into this mentality well it's free actually you paid for it <laughs> it's probably inc- including your ticket price but um it's the pay the the price you'll pay later is much much greater than than not having a drink and staying really really well hydrated throughout your flight i really love coconut water because i feel that i can drink coconut water it hydrates me and i'm not getting up and going to the bathroom you know a million times and so that is a deterrent for a lot of people to stay hydrated on a long-haul flight. They don't want to get up and go to the bathroom. But the impacts of that can be quite significant. And you want to, the moments where you are awake on the plane, you want to be moving around. You want to be doing like gentle calf raises on your seat, you know, doing some shoulder movements, some neck movements, move around, pace around the the aeroplane and really allow your body to not just be stagnant and just sitting there for the whole time. 
100%. What else you got, Scotty? I think the other one, and this may just be the way I prefer to travel, I'm not a person when I've been to the United States or I've been to Europe, I'm not a person who wants to run around and see everything. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather stay in one or two places but immerse myself in that environment and culture, which means my holidays are at a slower pace. Mm. I'm not a person who, you know, when I went to France, I didn't run need to run around Paris and see every single tourist attraction. Yeah. I spent a day walking around their music conservatorium, right? Just a day. Now, if anyone's been to Paris, you'll be able to validate this is they have a lot of their classically trained musicians for fun will go and do busking. Yeah. And they're playing just beautiful music, having fun. I just walked around basically going from coffee shop to wine bar to coffee shop to wine bar for a day doing that. Mm. Very slow paced. I had a blast. Yeah. That's the way I, I'm wired and I like to travel. My wife is much the same. She's done a lot more travel than I am, but she loves to immerse herself in a location. So I think that's definitely the thing is I know, you know, us as Australians, Europe's such a long distance away. We want to see as mm. much as we can. Absolutely. If you're running around like a headless chicken, it will catch up with you and you want to not have to come home and have a holiday to recover from your holiday. I heard a really sad story. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I heard a really sad story from a client that I was working with and they went to a new destination and they had been told about a particular place and they went there and it was just a line of people getting a photo. It was literally like this is the Instagram photo. A line of people getting a photo and just queuing up and then leaving. And it's like... Prepare yourself for what kind of experience you want to have. And as Scott said, immerse yourself in the culture because we can nowadays we can look at videos, we can look at YouTube stuff, and you can really travel. We've been doing some research for our upcoming trip, and you can really travel through what they're showing you. Take time out to actually experience. And when in today's society where everything is so fast-paced, just stop. And really? I was going to add Just to that, and stop. I know this may sound a little bit hypocritical as we're using social media and, and so on for podcasting. Spend more of your holiday experiencing it through your own eyes instead mm. of through the lens of your phone. Totally. Take photos. Like, take beautiful photos. But don't have an Instagram holiday. Have a holiday where you experience these things. And I think that then allows your your whole mind to slow down and you're taking on the new things and you get to experience because experiences never die. Mm. Photos kind of come and go. And I know they're reminders of experiences and I don't want to downplay them, but occasionally- Be present. There you go. Be There's present. a better way of saying it. Be present. Be present. Here's a radical idea. Don't take your phone everywhere when you go on holidays. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Enjoy. And people, please enjoy your travel. Have a lot of fun. I'm insanely jealous, but <laughs> I'll get to go on a big European trip soon again too. So we hope that's giving you a short mag. It's a little bit like it's still health oriented, but maybe oh. a little bit more like globetrotty. 
And um, it's all part of health. It's all part of health. And we all know that travel is a beautiful experience. It activates your neural pathways. It's really great for brain plasticity. You're experiencing new things. Different parts of the brain kind of wake up and you get to figure stuff out and you make silly mistakes in other languages, which is always fun. And so it can be a really beautiful and joyful experience. So if you are about to embark on a journey overseas or anywhere really, Enjoy yourself, be present, and do some small preparations that will have quite a significant impact to your well-being, and hopefully uh, you won't be too dehydrated or jet-lagged or any of those things. So wherever you may be, we are sending you awesome vibes. Have fun. The information provided in this podcast and the opinions expressed by Kali Alfaro and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace, diagnose or treat any health condition. All information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfaro takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.